It's another exciting day in the city of Megalopolis, where the superheroes save the day and the lawyers save the superheroes. On this day, however, it might be a little late to save everyone. Listener, I bring you to a facility of the corporation Parasol. On paper, it's a solar energy plant. But why does a solar energy plant have a gravity well and so much mystery? Levels look good from here. So, I know the cruise is a little pricey, but if I save up... Forget pricey. It takes weeks just to get to the Saturn base. Oh, yeah. Vacation time. You're up to what, two and a half weeks a year? You'd barely get there, let alone back in time. You know, we should unionize. Force Parasol to give us better benefits. I'd settle for railings on those damn walkways by the well. <laughs> Come on, Effie. You think if something goes wrong, a walkway railing will help? Uh, guess we're about to find out. Are you sleeping here or something? What are you doing? What? Everything in here looks fine. What's happening? It's the well, isn't it? Yes. Look, the levels can't be fine. Paul is already gone, and who knows who else? It's got to be a problem with the sensors, then. See, I've been saying we needed to. And now, listener, we take you to the library at Megalopolis Law School. Mysterious explosions be damned. Nothing gets between a gunner and their studies. Hello, Jillian. Harper, good to see you. Would you like me to check and see if your usual study room is open? That would be wonderful, thank you. Hmm, sorry. Looks like 4B is booked up for the next eight hours. Okay, what about 5C? Mm, that one's reserved, too. Uh, what's open? Well, let's see. Um, 2G is open, but only for an hour. It's better than nothing. Can you put me down, please? Yep, it's all yours. Thank you. <laughs> what is that? Where is that coming from? Harper Hallow. Gideon Smerton. I'm so glad that your illustrious firm job leaves you with enough time to squeeze in a single hour of studying. Well, I'm working some major cases. Making a real impact requires some extra time. How are they treating you wherever the heck you ended up? I bet you're real busy getting coffees for all your superiors. <laughs> you wish. I, of course, have been getting all the experience that I'll need to become a top-tier lawyer, while also keeping up with my exams. It appears only one of us understands the concept of time management. 
Looks like you won't get a chance to study until the cows come home. No, oh, I knew you must have done this. You booked all the other rooms too, didn't you? I'm sure I have no idea what you're talking about. You know 4B is the best study room here. How early were you camping at the library just to snatch it up before me? The world doesn't revolve around you, Hallow. Just because someone else has the initiative to take what they want doesn't mean it's a personal slight. I'd normally be surprised that a law student would take such a wild leap in logic. But then again, you didn't do so well on that admin law final last semester, now did you? Hey, I got an A! But it took you extra credit to take your class grade to an A+, didn't it? Losing your touch there, huh? huh? Ooh! Mark my words, Smirton. You mess with the bull, you get the horns! Ha! <laughs> what an appropriate comparison! You're just like a bull! Which is exactly why I'm unintimidated. As soon as I wave something bright and flashy in front of you, your pea-sized brain will find something else to be melodramatic about. I'll be as melodramatic as I want when I'm waving your head around on a stick. Don't be so crass. I have lunch with Holly coming up in a couple days, and I'd hate for her to hear how low her child has sunk. What? You're meeting with my mom? Well, for those of us who aren't born with contacts, we have to make our own. Besides, Holly is a treasure. Her only flaw is that one of her children is a debased cretin who gobbles down beef jerky and almonds in the middle of class. My snacking habits are none of your business! You make it everybody's business when you're tearing through those wrappers like a rapid raccoon. <sighs> now, if you'll excuse me, I have more productive things to do with my time than stand here and chat with you. Well, wait! You've had your fun, now tell me where the mooing's coming from! Why would I do that? You're a bull, aren't you? This should make you feel right at home. <laughs> Fine. Uh... I'll find another study room. You may have won this time, but I swear on my life I'm going to destroy you. No, stop, please. I'm absolutely terrified. You should be, Smurton. You should be. Okay, new day, new cases to get assigned to. Hey, who knows? Maybe it'll be something light and easy. And no mooing. Good morning, Miss Hallow. Good morning, Lois! Congratulations, Miss Hallow. Mr. Arius decided you're ready for the big leagues. You'll be assisting with a class action he's been putting together for a year. The parasol explosion? That energy plant that blew up? Report to Mrs. Castillo and Firestein right away, and they'll give you the specifics. Ah, cool! Great! Okay, not so easy. Uh, Lois said you wanted to see me? About the parasol case? Yes, indeed. How do you feel about doing some interviews? Oh, we got a whole mess of witnesses to sort through. Totally ordinary witnesses. Yes, and totally ordinary interviews. Oh, yes, that sounds great! Getting back to school has been so stressful. I'm taking two extra classes this semester because it's my last year and I wanted to make sure I get the most out of it, but it's so much and Smurton keeps booking all the study rooms and my conflict of loss professor scheduled a midterm for Yom Kippur and she won't change it no matter how many times I ask, so now I have to start a letter writing campaign to the dean or else I'll have to take it while I'm fasting. <coughs> Sorry! 
All I'm getting at is that ordinary actually sounds really nice. Ah, uh, well, damn, now I feel bad. What? I, nothing. Uh, wonderful. You'll do the interviews. Which are ordinary, like we said. Uh, Lois will give you the first list and take notes for you. You'll be meeting with witnesses in conference room L1232. You'll need to get two pieces of vital information from each of them. If you can't get both from someone, that's fine. We'll be narrowing down the witness list that way. Oh, but get as many as possible. Of course. So, first piece of information. What do they know about Parasol's wrongdoing and the explosion? Yeah, if they know what caused it, any safety measures that weren't taken, that sort of thing. That's the easy part. The evidence for the whole case is the easy part? Yeah. Yeah. Every employee knows how that company's fucking them over, right? Asks my boss. (laughs) (laughs) Second piece of info is the tough one. You gotta find out a secret. The more evidence the witness has, the more airtight the secret has to be. An airtight secret? About Parasol? About anything. Think like buried treasure. Oh, that's the best. Rare, though. Yeah, of course. If they don't have buried treasure out there somewhere, uh, find out if there's a password that only they know that's not written down anywhere. Something we can test. Yep. Gotta be verifiable. Very important. A verifiable secret. Wait, so hang on. What do you mean by verifiable? It can't be something that we just take their word for. We have to be able to confirm it's true. And that only they know it. Um, okay, maybe if you... What, what is the purpose of this secret? Maybe that would help me find it? Aw, good baby lawyer asking for context. Very good. We're trying to get past the hearsay objection using the residual exception. Oh, I've learned the hearsay exceptions. So that's why we need to know what evidence they have, not just for ourselves and to prove the case, but to fulfill the uniquely probative requirement of the residual exception. Yup! So then we need to prove the trustworthiness of the hearsay. Hence, the secret. Right, got it. Wait, no I don't. Why does their secret show they're trustworthy? It doesn't. It shows that Kathleen is trustworthy. And it shows the witnesses are who they say they are. We can't exactly use photo IDs. (laughs) We can't? Hopper, you're gonna want to look up the test from Holgerson for specifics of what we need. Lois can grab it for you. Holgerson, got it. The gist is, though, find out what secret we can ask them about in court. It's part of the test for a medium's trustworthiness. That's what Holgerson gives us. Gotta make sure it's really them you're talking to. Hence, buried treasure, passwords only they'd know. Don't use secret affairs, though. Not really secret if another person's involved. If they got bodies buried somewhere, that works. Kinda like buried treasure, right? So solo secrets only. But what's medium trustworthiness? I've never heard that term. Not medium trustworthiness. The trustworthiness of a medium. A medium? Like someone who... Speaks to the dead. We call it Kathleen. What was that about screwing employees over? Okay, just ask what they know and what their most closely held secret is. They're just dead people. Totally normal interview at my totally normal job. What they know is a little general, I should think. Lois! I'm too fried for you to sneak up on me like that! I don't have a body. I can't sneak. Or perhaps the issue is that I can't not sneak. (sighs) Whatever. What do you mean? The standard is uniquely probated, not general knowledge. Well, yeah, but... So don't you think there might be some questions you forgot to ask? (sighs) I was a little thrown off by the dead people interviews I'm about to do. Excuses. Excuses. Okay, fine, you're right. I need to know about the case to know what's probative and what we already know to know what's unique. So... 
Lois, what can you tell me about the case? Well, I can tell you. I take that back. What do I need to know? I could tell you many things, Harper. I don't doubt that. Well then, what you need to know. Parasol's rather mysterious energy plant, something about harnessing solar energy from the moon, exploded. Real strange, something that harmless going boom. We represent the families of those killed, employees of Parasol, who are alleging that they ignored safety protocols, put their employees at unnecessary risk, blah, blah, blah. Most of what you need from these witnesses is the cause of the explosion and Parasol's role in it. Ah, causation! My favorite part of torts! Consider me on it! I shall. What do we already have evidence for when it comes to the explosion? At present, there is little evidence even for what the plant does, beyond Parasol's rather vague word. Really? What about discovery? We, we've had this case for a while, right? We should have the basic stuff by now. So young, so new to corporate cases. So they're not cooperating? Holding back discovery? They can't do that! We should- I believe you have your assignment, McSallo. To address your original question, for now you should assume that any information about the cause of the explosion is uniquely probated. Right. You're right. It's just... I know Parasol has a history. Dead people tend to be very good at history, McSallo. Right. Talking to dead people. I'm on it. I am aware. Hi, you must be Kathleen! I'm Harper. I'll be interviewing, uh... My friends, yes. Hello, Harper. So, how does this work exactly? Well, I have a mutation, much like many out there, but mine allows me to channel the dead. Right. All I need is a name and an item that belong to them. And once I've connected to the right spirit, well, you'll see. Oh, that's why there's all this stuff. They belong to the workers? Yes. That's a lot of stuff. How many people died in this explosion? 426. Oh, God! Only 37 of whom were deemed likely to have worthwhile testimony. Wow. So you're going to be channeling... 37. 37 people? And your firm's paying me very well for it. Shall we start? Yes, please. Of course Parasol fucked us over. At every turn. I mean, yeah. They cut corners. Oh, yeah. They didn't care if we lived or died. What corporation does? They didn't even have railings on the walkways! One of the worst evil corporations I've worked for, actually. Over the damn gravity well! You need specifics? What caused the explosion? I'll tell you what caused that explosion. Corporate greed! I mean, yeah, there were some repairs that didn't get funded. Repairs that would have helped, maybe prevented the explosion. I don't think it was something broken. I think it was rigged. They killed me! They killed me and you want specifics? Just the facts, ma'am. Is that what you're telling me? Just like in general. A lot of maintenance was put off. Deprioritized. Those levels look too good, you know what I'm saying? It'd be real easy to rig the sensors for when the inspector came around. What do you mean maybe a secret? Oh, that makes sense. I think I've read about cases like that. Something I haven't told anybody? At all? Oh sure, I'll just tell you where I buried my secret murder victim's body. That should work, right? Well I have some passports I could give you since you asked so nicely. Fine, look. I buried this time capsule when I was 12. I can tell you where it is and what I put in it. Oh god, the only thing I can remember is really embarrassing. You ever write any poetry? Seven, three, ampersand, dash, capital L, 4, 
It was mostly boring, okay? I was going through a phase. Uh, my future self would appreciate it. Would I need to actually recite the poetry? Like in court? Capital P, nine, equal sign. Really, I do appreciate it. Especially if it'll help take down Paris all their stupid super- Papa, Kathleen, how's it going in here? Good time for a lunch break? Uh, already? We've still got 34 people to talk to. Kathleen looks like she needs a break. You don't need to finish it all in one day. I don't? This case has been going on for months. We don't expect it to wrap up in a day. Uh, that's good, I guess. Wait, so I'm just going to spend every day talking to dead people for however long? You get used to it. Hello? I thought I might find you hiding out in the stacks. Smerton. You were looking for me? Do you need my help studying? I know you must be struggling with our evidence reading, and I happen to have gotten quite a bit of practice on hearsay law recently. The day I ask for your studying help is the day the multiverse has turned inside out. I simply wanted to come give you this. What is it? A letter for your Yom Kippur letter-writing campaign. Really? Hello. When I best you, it is not going to be because of your religion. Wow, Smerton, that's really... It'll be because I switched out your backpack with a fake as you were leaving Conflict of Laws yesterday. What? Wait, what have I been studying from for the last 12 hours? Although it seems I didn't need to go to such extremes, I can sense you struggling. Hiding out here to dodge your responsibilities. I'm focusing on my schoolwork. What would I possibly have to avoid? Something about buried bodies and stashes of porn, apparently. That firm of yours does take on the classiest of cases. As usual, you have to fall back on your powers to gain even the slightest advantage over me, Smerton. If you'll excuse me, I've got important responsibilities to return to. Like finding my backpack, apparently. Fleeing already? Let me know if you need help with your evidence outline. You know, telling which parts are accurate and which parts contain misinformation someone might have planted. Are you finally climbing off your high super horse and thinking outside the academic box? I don't know what you're talking about! Can I get your name? Effie Harden. Thank you. I I'm going to make this as quick as possible, so let's jump straight to it. What was your role at the plant, and is there anything you can tell us about what caused the explosion that killed you? Just like that, huh? What killed me? I I'm sorry if I seem insensitive. I've just been talking to a lot of people. I bet. It's okay, really. I appreciate you not wasting my time. This isn't the most comfortable experience. So I've heard. Well, my job involved monitoring the output of the gravity well using some sensors built into it, where it was almost impossible to inspect the sensors themselves. And in retrospect, yes, I believe there was something wrong with them. Something Parasol must have known about. Something wrong with the sensors? What makes you believe that? You should be able to access the readout so you can confirm what I'm saying. The levels were uncannily even. Falsified, even. Too perfect. Wow. And what makes you believe Parasol knew about it? It would have to have been the ones falsifying it. Do you know this firsthand? You'd need to speak with Paul Patinas Brown. He oversaw the installation. That's me. I'm told you may have information about the installation and operation of gravity well sensors? Ah, yes. Yes, I do. Can you tell me, if the sensor's readings were falsified, who would have done that? I can tell you exactly who. But do you really have no questions about why there was a gravity well in a solar energy plant? I... I have to admit I'm curious, but that's not the focus of this case. Look, little lawyer, I'm dead. 
This may be my only chance to tell anyone what Parasol is up to. Please, hear me out? What do you know? Thank you for your time, Miss Snyder. I can't believe it took three weeks to get through them all. Thank you. Always glad when my abilities can be useful. How many witnesses can you use? 24 of them qualified. But I may have actually come across more information than we were looking for. Oh? Can you hear what the people you're... Channeling? Can you hear what they say? Do you remember the interviews? I can hear if I try. For 37 straight interviews, I didn't bother. So you didn't hear the bits about a super It's web- probably best if you don't tell me any details, since I may need to take the stand. If I don't know anything, I can't taint the testimony of my... friends. Right, okay. Well, I won't keep you anymore then. We'll reach out when we need you again. Looking forward to it. Lois, you heard everything in those interviews, right? The interviews I was tasked with recording? Yes, heard Brain. I heard. Including the fact that it was definitely not a solar energy plant that exploded? Who could possibly have seen that coming? Parasol is evil! Like full-on supervillains! The company that dumps toxic chemicals in residential areas that cause excessive eyeball growth. I never would have thought such a thing. What do I do? Your assignment is to provide the list of deceased witnesses, as well as the information that qualifies them for the residual hearsay exception under the Holgerson rule. But what if they just testified to the accidental explosion, not to what the plant really was? What if Parasol gets away with it? I am merely conveying your assignment. Lois! <sighs> Perhaps this is something you should take up with your bosses, Miss Hallam. Right. Then that's what I'll do. Uh, Miss Firestein, Miss Castillo, did you get my email? Of course we did, kid. <laughs> Are you suggesting Lois will lose an email on our servers? No, we I... We got it, and you did great. As in, just won the firm a big-ass settlement, great! I did? You didn't hear from us. Mr. Arya is excited to tell you himself. Oh, okay, uh, but did you see that part about a potential follow-up? Eh, that's more Mal's area than us. It's just that I think there might be something bigger going on. Something sketchy. Well, it's Parasol, so probably. No, something beyond just normal corporation sketchy. Like, big sketchy. Super villain sketchy. Uh, look, newbie, that all sounds great. Does it? But we really just take the cases Mal tells us to take. I'm not about to go suggesting any more work for myself. But Why don't you go down to his office? He wanted to talk to you about the settlement anyway. I... I guess that makes sense. Okay, thanks. Okay, back to the basement, I guess. It's fine. Mr. Arya's probably better positioned to help me anyway. He's the higher up. Come in. Ah, young Hallow. It seems congratulations are in order. Thank you. For what? I recently finished a telephone call with the representative of Parasol. They have offered our clients a rather large settlement since we submitted the proposed witness list. Apparently that's all it took, knowing who we'd be putting on the stand. This is in no small part due to your diligent efforts in interviewing these witnesses. Oh! I mean, that's great, right? We're getting something good for our clients. Good for our clients, good for the firm. And good for myself, as I can now turn my attention to other casework. Move on. But some of the stuff the witnesses said... Mr. Arya, I think Parasol is up to something. I don't think that was a solar energy plant that blew up. And it is no longer my problem, assuming our clients accept the settlement offer, which I shall endeavor to encourage them to do. Uh how much did they offer exactly? See for yourself. 
After some convincing, the Paris representative faxed this over to make it official. Oh, wow. That is a lot, isn't it? Did the lawyer say anything about why they were offering so well, much? Their reasons are immaterial. Our clients will be happy. And now, young Hallow, my time is valuable. I must attend to another case. Fascinating, really. A breach of contract by a hero who rescued puppies from a fire without wearing their sponsor's logo. <sighs> so, what you really got to know is that... Lois? Yes, young Hallow. You up for some quick math? Always. Based on the facts of the Parasol case and Parasol's history, what would you consider the odds of them offering a settlement as high as this one? Ah, hmm. Not large, young Hallow. But then, I heard those interviews too. You had more than the facts of the case on Parasol. Yeah, that's what I thought. There's something bigger going on. Someone needs to do something. You sound like a hero, young Hallow. Please stop calling me that. What do I do? Bonnie and Colton seem to care, and neither did Mr. Arya. A word of advice, Miss Hallow. The lawyers of this firm have been buried in the law for too long to take action outside of it. Unless you want to sue Parasol yourself, they are not going to be very helpful. I'll have to think outside the academic box. So you think I should go to... Uh, who? My family? Why would you think your family could help? <laughs> they wouldn't be, of course. And anyway, I don't want them to think the law is limiting. I decided when I applied to law school that this is where the real future was. The real power to make a difference. I've heard talk like that before. No, I can't go to them. But I can't just sit here and think about breach of contract law. Who else do I know that could help? Mark Ment, Earth Weekly. Uh, hi, Mark. This is Harper Hallow from Smith, Smythe, Smith, and Smith. We met briefly when I was working on the... I remember. Hello, Harper. What can I do for you? I, I was wondering if you would be interested in meeting with me. And nothing scandalous. I, I just thought maybe you could get a message to your friend for me. But I don't think I can talk about this on the phone. Standard issue parking garage secret informant meeting location work for you? That should do it, I think. I just have some hypothetical info that a certain duper person might be interested to know. There you have it, listener. Our hero, Harper Hallow, uncovers a villainous conspiracy and turns to an old friend to take it on. Did they make the right decision? Was there a legal solution after all? Perhaps we'll never know. We'll see you again soon, listener. For wherever there are lawyers being super, there are supers needing lawyers. Join us next time for another exciting day in the city of Megalopolis, here on Supersuits. Supersuits is an original production of the Faustian Nonsense Network. The episode Medium Well was written by Jackie Salagi, story by Jackie Salagi, directed by Amelia Kinch and sound edited by Kai Gwillem Pritchard. All music in Supersuits is by TJ Woods. You can find more of his work linked in the show notes. The showrunner overseeing Supersuits writing and production is me, Jackie Salagi. Go to FaustianNonsense.com to check out our other shows and email us questions and comments at hello at FaustianNonsense.com or find us on Twitter at at SupersuitsPod. Our amazing voice cast for this episode includes... Johnny Sims as the narrator, Mornal as Harper Hallow, Nathaniel Brown-Schilling as John, Rook Mogavero as Effie, Zan Wingriff as Dylan, 
Avalon Willowbloom as Jillian, Rebecca Hansen as Lois, Marion Toro as Bonnie Firestein, Erin Nicole Lundquist as Cole Castillo, Alex Nursall as Kathleen Snyder, Benani Thomas as Dead Person Number One, Tatiana Bachigao as Dead Person Number Two, Shakira Dunn as Dead Person Number Three, Torian Brackett as Paul Patimus Brown, Ben Meredith as Malcolm Aria, Brandon Jenkins as Mark Ment, and Noah Bellachu as Gideon Smerton. Thank you so much to all the generous backers who supported the Supersuits crowdfunding campaign. We could not have done this without you. Thank you also to all our generous patrons on Patreon. If you like what we do and would like to support us, as well as get some fun bonus content for Supersuits and our other shows, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nonsense. And most importantly, thank you for listening to Supersuits. We at Faustian Nonsense would like to thank our patrons. If you would like to become a patron, you can sign up at patreon.com slash Nonsense. Thank you first to our patrons who are meeting us at the crossroads. Neith L., Anke Fenra, Yoshiko A., Anthony Ampersand, Jonathan E., David O., Joseph Z., Mark S., J.A.C., Greg C., and K.S. And especially thank you so much to patrons at the Pod's Best Friend tier. Guy Z., Alec L.B., Probs Not Hawkeye, Jolene, and Trevor S. Thank you so much. Dum Dums and Dice would like to invite you to check out their flagship podcast, Dum Dums and Dragons. It's a show where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Through their first season, these heroes experience the minds of Fandelver. But starting in season two, they step into a world of fully original adventures through five more seasons and beyond. A lot of you goblins in here, obviously, you've had just a hell of a time. I mean, Grohl, what a dick, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, so... He's no king. Don't you want to, like, get yours? Don't you want to, like, get him back? Yes. With our help? Possibly. What if we make a cake that fits two goblins in it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bake us into a cake? No, 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 no. We'll bake the cake with a door, and then we'll put you in, and we'll put more stuff there with, like, air holes, and we'll icing it up so that once you go into the room and he's like, oh, this is a nice cake, you can be like, get him! And then two of you can pop out and shoot him with crossbows. <laughs> yeah, can we make as many spare cakes as possible just in case any of the cakes doesn't succeed at killing him? Quinny. So if he gets, he, he, the crossbow misses him, we got another cake. <laughs> he can be like, oh, a few. <laughs> Quinny flips a table. <laughs> For the record, also, if, if a goblin could fit in the cake, Quinny could fit in the cake. <laughs> yeah, no, but... Quinny's good at shooting things. No, but, but Quinny, Quinny doesn't have that, like, gut hate. Like, you need people who are fighting for something. Oh, I'm working up to the gut hate. <laughs> yeah, but Quinny might shoot us. So we want to focus on... <laughs> the goblins are more possible? trustworthy than Quinny now? Listen, we've got a great baking team. Our stew's ready. I think we could build a giant cake. Roll me a, roll me a charisma check. That's a nine. They don't think they can build a bigger <laughs> cake. This they they've gone through most of the flour. Well, let's find out because I'm the nice guy. The warlord's the scary guy. Maybe I should put a little disagree. pepper in there. He says, yeah. "Let's find throw, out." Throw some come ons. <laughs> he rolled a one. <laughs> Dom doms and dragons. Check it out now. Hi, podcast listeners. I hope you're enjoying Supersuits. 
It's me, Cherub, Megalopolis's premier sidekick. I can't wait to become a full-fledged hero one day, but I've got great news. You can be a hero right now by signing up for the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. Supersuits is made by a whole bunch of hard-working creators who put a lot of time and effort into bringing you this awesome show along with lots of other podcasts. So if you can, you'd be their hero and mine if you donate a little each month through Patreon. And if you sign up for the Meet Us at the Crossroads tier or the Pod's Best Friend tier, then not only will you be a hero, you'll also get a hero's rewards. Extra content for Supersuits and other FN shows, early access to new episodes of Originals, and personal shoutouts thanking you. For my personal favorite, if you sign up at any tier, you get to see adorable pictures of the cutest FN pets. Adorable animals belonging to creators at Faustian Nonsense. So sign up today at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense, and they promise they won't take your soul or drain your superpowers or anything, I asked.